The soft tones you're hearing may not sound like much, but behind the goggles of a virtual reality headset, those long hums influence the development of a unique psychedelic experience. And as odd as it feels to have to trek to a separate location for a demo, there's a reason to move the experience to the hotel room. It just wouldn't be the same amid the hustle and bustle of the PAX East Expo floor. SoundSelf is a meditation experience designed for PC and PC VR users that builds on users' vocal tones to create harmonies and unique visual stimuli. The game takes long, smooth tones like the ones heard here and turns them into vibrant colors, complex harmonies, and intricate shapes within the VR system. So as you're playing, it's not that there's an end goal in mind, and it's not that there's um, something you're, like, quote, trying to do, but just by using your voice and surrendering to the world, responding to your voice, it pulls you into a really deeply meditative state of consciousness where people begin to lose a sense of themselves as being separate from their voice and separate from anything that they're hearing or seeing. Robin Arnott, the founder of Andromeda Entertainment and lead designer on SoundSelf, first got the idea for the game almost eight years ago. I had my first uh, what's called a oneness experience or uh, some people call them religious experiences, spiritual experiences, mystical experiences. I had my first one of those and uh, that was a Burning Man, and that was on LSD. And it, the experiences like that don't really leave you untouched. We we tend to qualify those experiences as one of the most meaningful experiences we've had, um, if we recognize them as real. I, I think a lot of people have those experiences, and then they don't know what to make of it, and so they just kind of discount it. But I was after this experience of mine at Burning Man, I was actually thinking about a music game. I wanted to collaborate with a friend of mine, and then the design of SoundSelf just kind of popped fully into my head. Um, I knew immediately that I could use game design to, and I can't quite explain to you how I knew this, but I knew that I could use game design to help a person step through the same gate that I stepped through in my oneness experience. A year later, he brought the prototype of SoundSelf back to Burning Man and was met with success. Me and my collaborator, Evan Bolster, made a prototype and brought it to Burning Man. And, and it, was, it was almost like that prototype there was SoundSelf now, like 50% of the way there. You know, just after one year of development, it, it really dropped people into a deep state. It was responsive. It had people... It had people just kind of melt into it, which is which is what we were looking to do. And that was probably seven years ago now. And it's just been about tuning it, fine-tuning it, making it more accessible, adding layers of comprehensibility to it so that you don't just get dropped into this and be like, okay, good luck, you know, but helping people sink into it gradually, um, integrating feedback after feedback after feedback, like super polishing it. The game is all about shutting off distractions, giving its users the chance to really immerse themselves in the experience. And what VR does is by eliminating distraction, uh, provided that, you know, developers continue to respect that, because just eliminating distraction doesn't mean anything if you're just going to fill up that new space with new distraction. But for now, it gives us this really pristine opportunity to totally fill someone's sensorium. So uh, we like to show SoundSelf as well on a haptic bed. So it's like totally immersing you visually, totally immersing you in sound, and also haptically vibrating through your body, you know?
So there's a level of immersion, and by immersion, I just mean elimination of distraction. There's a level of um, elimination of distraction that's possible with VR that in itself is awesome. But I think what's really important about that is the kinds of experiences that allows us to design and the kinds of experiences that allows a person to be engaged. Oh, no, the way. So uh, what I mean when lie down, and notice yeah. to start when you're looking up. Okay. So there, there we, we go. go, yeah. Oh, okay. Once users are hooked up to the goggles and headphones, the game waits for them to lie down before launching into the world. So when you're in Sound Self, you start at the base of a tree, as you'll see in a minute when you play. And it ex invites you to use your voice, like this. Ooh, long tones. That slows down your breathing, it stimulates your vagus nerve, and as you begin to tone, you rise up the tree, and the world explodes into psychedelic abstract imagery that's responding to your voice. And there's music that's harmonizing with your voice, and it's recording you and playing you back. Beyond a mystical experience, Arnott also pointed out the importance of meditation and experiences like those in Sound Self in alleviating stress and anxiety in an increasingly tense world. We're pushing ourselves harder and harder and harder and uh, losing touch with those things that make us, um, make us feel really rooted and connected. You know, so I'm thinking about nature, but I'm also thinking about communities. There's an epidemic of loneliness right now. And that epidemic of loneliness is met also by an epidemic of anxiety and tension and, and people pushing themselves harder and harder and harder to, to be a certain thing or to fit in a certain box or to, um, or, or to meet a certain set of expectations. And all of that together, it's hurting our health. And um, I don't think like anyone is responsible for it, so I'm not pointing any fingers here. But it does mean that we have to really closely look at our technologies and our habits and ask, how is this nourishing us? And where where do we need to come back home? And anywhere where there's an opportunity to come back home, and I mean come inside, you know, um, is there's an opportunity for healing there. So I see, and I think this is maybe a pretty unique perspective I have, I really see gaming as a place where we can come back home. The game closes its sessions with two minutes of quiet, with sounds of the night filling in as ambiance as users digest their experience. There, there's a, a mode of gaming becoming more and more available now where it actually does deeply nourish us. And I think it's really important for us to, I think, nourish that, that growth and nourish that movement as it happens not only in games but everywhere in our lives. Everywhere we see something kind of popping up its head to, to help us relax and help us come to center. There's something to pay attention to there. It's answering a call. This story was written, recorded, and produced by Hannah Harn from the Boston University News Service.